This is the Deep Dive with Brooke Spector. And this is, in fact, Brooke Spector with the Deep Dive, and we're back with our second guest for the morning. And that, of course, is the Ukrainian ambassador to South Africa, um, Lubav Abravatova. She has been a very widely seen guest in public discussions. She publishes widely now on circumstances about uh, her country's travails and uh, difficulties. And we're really pleased, we're really delighted, and we are honored to have her join us for the second segment of today's program. Ambassador, thanks very much. I'm glad you could join us. Let me pose one question to you, the obvious one, of course, and one that I think you probably answered in many other places and many other ways. What exactly is the way forward now with the conflict? Where do we go from here? We in the general sense and you in your country, in of course, a very specific sense, where do we go forward? Uh, good morning, Mr. Spector, and thank you very much for having me. Well, this is the very uh, exact and uh, correct question where we are going, because today is very obvious that this is not only the war of Russia in Ukraine against Ukraine, but this is war against the uh, world's stability. And uh, it's already the issue to address not, not only uh, in Ukraine and by Ukrainians, but uh, also by all the world who uh, wants stability and peace uh, on our planet. Uh, yes, uh, it, we see the huge uh, crisis that is developing uh, in the food sector. And I think that this is something that we already feel in South African region. War poses uh, a threat to global security and particular for those uh, main importers of uh, agricultural commodities in such countries as Egypt, uh, Yemen, Lebanon, Israel, Libya, uh, Tunisia, Morocco, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, but also in the global world, uh, you cannot uh, be sure that this is not affecting uh, the countries where we don't see the uh, direct trade turnover. And uh, Russia's attack has changed, uh, uh, in general, the world's uh, food supply chains. And uh, this is the uh, main effect that we, we can uh, feel today uh, here. The way out, uh, it's very complicated and uh, it has different uh, dimensions. Uh, as I started now to speak about food security, why I did so, because just recently, you know, in Turkey, um, the first uh, round of negotiations on unblocking of Ukrainian uh, ports uh, happened and maybe I should uh, concentrate a little bit on this because this uh, one of the um, uh, issues that obviously disturbing the, the region of southern Africa today but in other dimensions of course this is the uh, stability and security in European region, uh, and uh, we speak about uh, the uh, invasion that is uh, going on 
and uh, Ukrainian cities as we are speaking now are continue to suffer from Russia's devastating attacks uh, and uh, missile stri- strikes. Yesterday, uh, the world seen another terrible uh, drama when Russians uh, hit at the center of Ukrainian city Vinnytsia. We already have 23 uh, people confirmed to die and among them three children, a lot of uh, people wounded. Today in the morning, uh, we've seen uh, the uh, missile strikes in uh, Mykolaiv. Uh, so this is uh, something that will affect uh, all of us. We already don't need to prove it. So we have to put hands together to provide uh, Ukraine with all the forms of support and assistance uh, in order to stop Russian aggression in order Ukrainians to be able to fight Russia back as we see the uh, diplomatic solution is not something that Russia is envisaged and uh, to deliberate uh, those occupied territories where people are suffering, where there are massive human rights violations, where we see the uh, imposition of uh, enforcement of Russian passportization and propaganda. So all these things are happening meantime. But let me come back to the issue of negotiations on unblockage of Ukrainian ports. Uh, On the 24th of February, with the start of of, um, open Russian invasion in Ukraine, uh, we've seen immediately that Russia blocked uh, Ukrainian ports, but this is only one part of, uh, part of the story. Another part is that they started to mine Ukrainian sea, uh, I mean the, the Black Sea, sorry. And uh, the problem as of today is not only 200,000 tons of different commodities and fertilizers sitting there without mm, any possibility to leave the, uh, the port, but also that the the routes are mined and it's just not safe to to um, further move uh, this agricultural commodities out. Uh, we already uh, managed to establish alternative ways of export such as land and uh, rivers, but uh, taking into account that 95% of our grains were uh, exported through the sea, we cannot uh, guarantee the 100% of delivery of what we have. And uh, the harvest season is uh, coming closer, we're approaching it. So we have to think how to avoid the further development unfolding of food crisis. And Ukrainian farmers uh, are very dedicated to fulfill their obligations and to continue to provide world with the, uh, with these commodities. Um, that is why uh, yesterday, uh, sorry, on the 13th, the day before yesterday, the first round of negotiations between Ukraine, Turkey, uh, Russian Federation and United Nations uh, regarding the functioning of sea corridors uh, for the export of Ukrainian grain took place in Istanbul. 
The Ukrainian delegation noted the progress um, in these negotiations, and we do appreciate the efforts of the United Nations and of the uh, Turkey and Turkey um, to these negotiations. In uh, coming days, uh, my president, uh, Mr. Volodymyr Zelensky, is going to discuss uh, further progress uh, with Mr. Antonio Guterres, the United Nations Secretary General. We assume that uh, unblocking of Ukrainian ports is one of the key components of uh, global food security, and we are making significant effort to restore the supply of uh, food uh, to the world market. And obviously, it should be done as soon as possible. However, the security uh, remains uh, the key issue for Ukraine. And uh, we cannot rule out uh, Russians' plan to use such humanitarian corridor to attack Odessa and uh, southern Ukraine. Um, that is why um, efficient uh, security guarantees uh, are needed to uh, restore navigation. And these um, guarantees cannot be provided by uh, one side. It must be the uh, multiple solution and uh, I think the, if we are successful in this, the world will see um, an example of the next uh, united effort to prevent uh, the uh, food crisis. In the time remaining, and we don't have all that much time, I, I wanted to ask you a question that, that should concern us all. Uh, because of the way the... The, the the war has carried out. Is there a fear because of all the coverage that the world is beginning to have something that we're going to call Ukraine war fatigue? Think about that for a second and let's let's let our station do its ad break and then we'll come back to you in just a minute. This is the deep dive with Brooke Spector. Uh, good morning. This is Brooke Spector, and this is the Deep Dive, and we're speaking with Ukrainian ambassador to South Africa, Lyubov Abravitova. And uh, just before the ad break, I asked you to think about the question, the, the difficult one, perhaps, of what I referred to as Ukraine war fatigue. We've uh, Around the world, we've watched it on the news. We've seen it on all news channels. We've read about it. Is there a fear on the part of you and your government and your people that somehow people have, they've, they, they've seen enough and they've heard enough and they want to move on to other issues. Uh, and how do you deal with that? How do you counteract such a problem, such a challenge? That's a very good question. And uh, I think that uh, the main for us is not to be fatigued uh, with our people and resources of this war. But what is the strategy of Russia, obviously, is to make it that long that this fatigue is coming uh, to, to the world. What Russia didn't anticipate, that there must be someone whom you will be blaming for 
for all this crisis that uh, is unfolding. And uh, Russia is the main cause of uh, all insecurity and global food threats and crises. Uh, and that can bring further serious political and economic consequences. And uh, uh, this is something that uh, will be on the top uh, of political discussions and obviously by uh, through, through the media. Uh, I think that uh, the uh, importance of knowing the history and uh, acknowledging its lessons for Ukraine is crucial today because uh, there are only two ways uh, out of this. First one is to establish another frozen conflict and we know how it goes and that then all the world has to realize that Russia will not stop. Then there will be another aggression, another invasion, another attack in different part of the world or in, in the region. And uh, we will never go out of this uh, Russian uh, strategy. That is why uh, another way and uh, what Ukrainian cho Ukrainians choose for them is to fight Russia back and to show the world that enough is enough. Uh, we will not allow Russia to repeat Transnistria or Georgian scenario. And uh, today we are standing not only for Ukraine. And that is why, by the way, we are having this uh, massive, huge uh, and not all inclusive, but growing support from uh, the, uh, the world. Ambassador Abravatova, I, I want to thank you very much for your uh, remarks, your candid responses, uh, and also for your effort to encourage people to continue to keep Ukraine in their hearts and their minds and in their uh, appreciation for the difficulties that you and your people uh, must be enduring at this point, difficult times for them. Thank you so much. It's, a, it's, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. We first met, if you remember, a few months ago, just, just after the invasion began. And I, I took your measure and said, uh-huh, that's, that's an impressive ambassador. I like this. I like what I see. Thank you for your last, support. Last commercial.